You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Welcome to another episode of Honest AF Show with me, Daniela Clark. And me, Barbara Ann Wild. And we're in the studio with Crocodile and Sheena. Hopefully they don't start a shenanigan and need to be thrown out. But hello, Miss Barbara Ann Wild. Hello, Daniela. How are you? Good. We've got to discuss some things. Yes. By the time this comes out, yes. it would have been your birthday already. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So your birthday's coming up. Yes. And you are very difficult. Let me just tell you how difficult you are. I- You're difficult for lots of reasons. Okay, I try not to be. But you're difficult for lots of reasons. And the reason why you're difficult is is your schedule is so hectic. We can't even plan anything for you. Some of us would like to do something for you for your birthday, (laughs) but it's quite difficult because of your schedule. So let's think about doing something for your birthday. I mean, I love nothing more than roller skating with with all of you ladies. Which we're doing. Fun, which we're going to do. So Zach's So doing, should we turn that into a party? Yeah, I think we should. Do okay. like a Scorpio skate again for all... I mean, we've had a lot of friends in a our lot circle of birthdays. that are all Scorpio that we haven't been able to see all everybody for. And I think that I would love to do that. This is an interesting birthday because normally I don't always do things with Zach on my birthday, but he is really into this band called the paper kites Hmm. loves this band and they're playing local in March of 2024, but we weren't sure of his schedule with Pantera, if he would be able to make it. And he's been like literally listening to this band every day, all day. And he's like, see when else we can go. And like, maybe we'll fly somewhere and go see them play. Just so happens that they're playing in new Orleans on my birthday. So I said to him, we have to fly for the last Pantera opening for Metallica Stadium show to Detroit Friday, which is Friday the 13th, actually, of, no, no, excuse me, Friday the 10th of November. And my birthday is the 8th. And I said, well, why don't we fly to New Orleans, go see the paper kites, and then fly with Philip and his wife to Detroit for the Pantera show and Metallica show and then we'll fly home and the day we fly home literally that morning that evening is the St. Jude's annual gala which we haven't been able to attend for a long time one mostly because of COVID and then also because Zach's usually always touring in the time period and this Mm -hmm. one happens to be in LA so we're going to do that and then he does rock and roll fantasy camp the next day so it's like I haven't you know just it's just that and the wedding was the big thing this year so it just kind of all coincided and I'm not trying to be difficult I promise (laughs) Randy and I are like what are we going to do with her but you know we're like her schedule always give me a tough time. Randy will never let me celebrate her birthday. I have to like completely surprise her and just get everyone together. Right. And you are like, oh, but it's Valentine's Day. So like maybe we'll go to dinner, but like before or after, I don't know. I don't care. Everybody's got to be. So we're all three of us are (laughs) the same. We're all pains in the ass. So I'm not, I'm honestly really trying not to be difficult. I just, and I would love nothing more than to be with all of you. I just, just a weird year. Yeah, it's just got a lot going on. Well, we're going to celebrate you anyway. So (laughs) 
Thank you. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> so so maybe I'm we can do the 18th for the skate. And maybe on the 12th, you and I can do our spa would, day or that something. That would be amazing. And I know Randy can't do that day, I know. though. She's got stuff going on. That's okay. We could just do it, just us, and, and have wasted Cheryl with us because I really want to spa with her, too. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, no, like, it's amazing how many people that we have birthdays for from October. Oh my God. It's everyone's birthday. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like from October to February. It's like every weekend. Is well, you know, person. those were the cold months. So yes, see, we've talked about <laughs> everybody that was getting busy. Yes. Everybody was, uh, all of our musician friends were home. Speaking of getting busy, yes. we got such a good response on our ep- last episode yes. with Savannah on yes. it. Our, um, couple and sex therapist. Savannah Fine. She's yeah. incredible. We had so many listeners write to us and mm-hmm. share. Yes. I think Savannah just has this, she's so approachable. Yeah. Even it comes even across over a podcast yeah. that, you know, I had a gentleman even direct message me and, you know, he was very very forthright and really personable and saying like he's gotten sober Uh and you would think maybe being sober sex with your wife or husband would be a little bit more, you know, because there's not that craziness going on. Right. But sober sex is daunting and scary for a lot of, especially for the person who's gotten sober, because they Mm. probably don't know what sex has been like without being buzzed for a very long time. Right. And he had written to me and said that the Savannah's episode made him feel like gave him some ideas Mm -hmm. because he's been, it hasn't instantly gotten better which he would have thought it would mm-hmm. and he wants it to be and yeah. you know and that's part of repairing his marriage right and I think like that was so incredible that she a man wrote to us to yeah. share you know and, and actually the same with me yeah. I also heard from a man who said he really loved the idea of the menu that I love she that talked too. about, you know, so if you haven't listened to that episode, you should definitely go back and listen to it. And we definitely need to have Savannah back on. Absolutely. And if we have her on again, I think we, like you had mentioned to me earlier, we should definitely take questions for her from yes. our listeners. Yes, absolutely. And then we can tackle each question or subject matter as we see fit, but that would be really fun. Absolutely. And I love the fact that she was talking about so many of the little like ad libs and tips that she said and gave us were so incredibly powerful. And just like when she said, you have to have a heart on before you can get a heart on. Yeah. I thought that was brilliant because, you know, even when we had we spoke in depth about that with Tracy Cox and she was explaining to us like so much of sex is cerebral. Right. And it really starts there. And that's why, like, especially when you're of a certain stature and you're like, well, there's so many things that come into it for men. It might not be that they have the physical issues that they didn't once have. And for women, we may have other issues with, you know, dryness and all of those. Yeah, because when you're young, it's all hormonal. Right. And then once you get older, you have to kind of figure out. Yeah. Like you said, I remember saying to Tracy, like, what's really bizarre, though, is that if you and I suddenly found ourselves single and we were dating men of our age or older, 
there wouldn't be the physical problems because of the newness, right? The excitement. Mm -hmm. And Tracy goes, that's just proof that so much of it is cerebral. Right. That is lovemaking really for other than just sex starts in your brain. Right. And that's why you can just become just as aroused as you were Mm -hmm. in your 50s and 60s and 70s, possibly, because you're maybe it's a new relationship that's exciting. And I mean, I've been thinking about it a lot, too, since we've been so embroiled and invested in The Golden Bachelor. Oh, my God. Have you been watching it? Yes. Did you watch? Are you caught up? Did you watch the last episode? Okay. Oh, my God. How they're making out and stuff. (laughs) I mean, I can't believe that they left us on a cliffhanger. Yeah. They're not letting us know who he says goodbye to. I know. But how difficult is it? Because you care about every single one of these ladies and you don't want to see any of them get hurt because they're all finally feeling like, you know, totally the pressure on this poor man. Yes. And they're, they're all finally feeling the love that they've been missing and and the fun that they've been missing. Yeah. Body and brain and life has been like, it's hilarious. The flame has been lit again. So it's It's so hilarious to watch them all like make out and get all. I mean, I definitely feel like the cameras captured his. He is really, I think, even though he says he's in love with three people, I think I feel that it comes across that there is one that is the forerunner. Who do you think is the forerunner? Um, I have one too. The, the divorced woman with the three boys. I mean, I thought from the, the first divorced episode, women with the three with boys. The, I mean, with the two, with the, chil- the well, three there's, children, there's, two boys and a daughter. Faith. Yeah, not who, Faith. Faith the other one. plays the guitar. The guitar and, and rides a motorcycle yes. and rides horses. And instantly we thought she was number one. From yeah. Get, get, yeah. Go. I thought she was pretty no, close to the number other one. woman. Not Teresa. Not Teresa, the other one. The other one. Oh, with the blue eyes. Yes. She's very pretty with the ombre she hair. Reminds me of your girlfriend, Leslie. Leslie. I. You think think she's the top? I just because the way he looks at her. Yes. And the way he has no hesitation to tell her he's in love with her. That's right. And just the passion. How about the fact that he's told all three of them that he's in love with them? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it just didn't feel, and he's as authentic as they come. I yeah. mean, you would hope for anyone to be that real. He's so sweet. But I just feel like there's just a little extra spark. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think he he's definitely like a little bit, there's something about their interaction that yes. says that they're the He's ones. a little yeah. more intrigued or, yeah. I don't know, maybe she's the furthest departure I definitely think it's between Leslie and Faith. Faith. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So let's see if we're right, but I have a feeling Teresa's going to go home. Oh my God. I'm like, Sad. is it, I keep saying to myself, is it Thursday yet? Like oh. I'm dying for it to be Thursday. <laughs> and then what are we going to do when it's over? It's weird. I know. I mean, they were saying that they're instant, like the next week they're getting right to it, like a reunion, not a reunion, oh, but yeah. like the, like the girls right tell to all. the behind the scenes. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. But how crazy is it? I mean, I think it's really exciting for friends of ours that we know that are single. Like, uh-huh. I think it, this really has given a lot of hope to a lot of people. I think so, too. I mean, he's a very special guy. I mean, I don't know how many Garys there are. Uh, yeah, the exactly. <laughs> he's very special. And I think that's why all these women are so devastated, because they know he's uh, he's a diamond in the rough. Yes, you know? absolutely. But with that being said, there are 
some diamonds out there, yes. you know, and you have to just put yourself out there and keep looking. What was I watching? Oh God. Okay. So I was watching the housewives of Beverly Hills. Have you watched the new, I've new watched, season? I've watched one of the episodes of the, the third one's coming, right? It's only been two. Uh, yeah. It's only I been two. I only saw I, the second one and it's, it's intense this year. Intense. I mean, every year it is, but this one in particular. Really intense. But did you see the part where Sutton, one yes. of the housewives, meets with a matchmaker? A matchmaker. Thank you. And the way she talks to the matchmaker, I was like, well, you're going to have a no wonder you're single. You're going to have a very I mean, hard time. I think the matchmaker kind of alluded to the fact yeah. of the same thing, saying like, you know. She, and I think that that is key because she has all these rules. She doesn't want this and she Southern. wants that. Yeah. She doesn't want this. She doesn't want that. She doesn't want this. She doesn't want that. And I was just like, you know what? That's where you go wrong. You can't put these hard and fast rules out there in dating. You have to kind of be more open and adventurous. I think that there's sometimes it's different than being divorced. I think sometimes it's PTSD. Mm. And I think she suffers from PTSD in her prior relationship where she had such parameters. Yes. And she was so devastated yep. that she is on the defensive. Yeah. And I think that Leslie on The Golden Bachelor is kind of similar where yeah. she's not yeah. as hardcore. Yeah, but she's traumatized as, also. And, and I think yeah. that that puts you in a different category of someone who just wants to meet someone else. Yeah. And I think that's like, that's a hard, that would be a hard place to be for the prospective dater, you know, the people you're going to date. You're right. But it's also, I think for you, because you're like, I am not going to make that same mistake twice. I'm mm -hmm. not going to allow myself to be hurt again or mm -hmm. to be abused. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes abuse is manipulation. Sometimes abuse is verbal or just the way people sure. treated you. Yeah. And I think especially if you've been alone for a long time, you know exactly what you will not tolerate again. Right. You know? But I also think there is a point where you I have wouldn't to want be, to be your matchmaker. Yeah. But, yeah you know, <laughs> that would be also, a very hard job. There has to be a point also where you don't take your past into your future. Yeah, that has you, to be a hard thing. You have to give people a chance too. Yes. And I think when you're setting such staunch perimeters, you're really going to close yourself off to a lot of right. possibilities if right. you, because you have to give people a chance. Yes. You know, and you have to, you have to give people a chance to get to know you. You get you to know to them open. and you have to be open. Yeah. And, you know, yes, some people might be controlling in this way, but, you know, can be triggering. Right. That's something that you can, you know, work towards and voice. Totally. So it's interesting. I mean, I will say that I think that that's why Gary, I think, has had He's all an amazing communicator. <laughs> because I don't think one, he ever well, we know he never expected to be single, right? No. Yeah. And he didn't really have anything to say that I'm aware of where he was able to say, well, I only want women that are widowed. I only want, yeah. you know, women without children. I only want, like, he just was like, the only thing that I don't know if it was the rules of the production or if it was his rules, like, I don't want to date anyone younger than 60. I yeah. know that that was one of the prerequisites. Well, because he's but, honestly and truly looking for a life partner. Yes. And a um, 
mate, mm-hmm. a companion. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was trying to say on a last show a little bit. Like being best friends is so important because it's more than just the the lust and the sex and the making out. And all. Yeah. Because if you're planning on being with someone forever or until whatever forever is for you or your relationship, you have to really like that person. Mm-hmm. So I think that Sutton is kind of like got all these walls built up, but I think yeah. it has a lot to do with the fact that she was like only allowed to do certain things and mm-hmm. she wasn't allowed to work and mm-hmm. she wasn't allowed to... I kind of felt for her for in that respect. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be difficult to date yeah. her um, yeah. Yeah. Know, for now. any man. Well, because everybody changes as you go through your journey in life and life throws you all these curveballs. You change from when you were young. And when she was young, her husband said, you're not going to work. You're going to stay home and raise the kids and make a home. Yeah. And at that point in her life, maybe she didn't feel the strength to stand up to him because she was younger. Right. Well, now that she's older and has, you know, is more comfortable with how she feels and what she wants for herself. Sure. I just feel like. I mean, I would not want to be that matchmaker. No. Matchmaker. What? What? She needs like Patty Stangler because Patty would just like be like, uh, uh, I make the rules. You're just gonna do what I tell you. Like, yeah, they would never be able to work together. Yeah. Oh my god. And I always find it so hilarious when people are like, Well, what are you looking? for well he has to be tall he has to be handsome he has, has money he has to have money he has to be <laughs> bright she has to be i'm like how about he likes you <laughs> how about he like if you want to be with a man that he has penis pretty much as that's it yeah and he has to be you know healthy uh, hopefully you know as much as he can be so that we can actually you know date and do things or yeah. whatever but yeah no she's definitely difficult i mean they they're totally making fun but i think that you know, there is some kind of, there is a little bit of charm in knowing what you want. Well, sure. Yeah, you do. You, yes, definitely. It's great to know what you want, but you also have to like broaden your horizons yes. a little bit. Yes. You can't be so, you It'd know. Be, be a little less picky and cheesy yeah. and yeah. I mean, just get to know somebody and, and if they're not for you, they're not for you, but at least you put yourself out there and you try to close yourself off to like 99% of the population it's not going to get you that far, but I mean, I don't know about you, but God forbid. Oh no. Would you ever get married no, again? No, I don't think I would. Did you ever ask Zach what made him want to marry you? Oh, he already has told me many, many, many times. He said that I was. Other than the fact that you're his proctologist no, with big funny, boobs. This is the funniest thing. <laughs> we literally were just best friends. Um, he was dating a girlfriend of mine. I was dating one of the guys in his band. We were literally best buds. And I was, we were going somewhere and I came out of the shower and I said to him, turn around. I just going to change really quick. Cause we were like best friends like that. There was no, I mean, I didn't think there was any sexually anything between us. He said that he saw a side boob because of course he left. And he's like, that's when it was over for him. He was like, that's when I fell in love with you right then there at that moment. And, um, you know, it's so funny when we were in high school and we were, we were graduating, they had this thing called a senior farewell. It was like some kind of like a, you know, you, you paid like five bucks or whatever. And they typed in the yearbook, you wrote to your friends or whatever, what you would leave them. Uh And Zach wrote, 
to my Barbie doll, I'm never going to leave you. So I'm leaving you nothing because I'm leaving you nothing because I'm never going to leave you. I'm absolutely going to marry you one day. He's been saying that to me since I'm 16 years old. He knew way before I did. I mean, I was laughing even with the speech that Rihanna's sister gave at the wedding. And she's like, he's way more into me than I am into him. And I laugh because that's exactly how it was with Zach and I. Right. He was like, I had a teacher. I cut class and I was all the teachers always loved me. And I used to babysit for my English professor. And he said to me one time, and I said to him, Mr. Baldari, I need a pass because I'm going to be in trouble. I cut and whatever. And he was like, I'll give you a pass. If you go out on a date with Zach, I see the way he looks at you. And you always date these guys that are like total idiots. And I was like, really? And he goes, I'm serious. You need to go out on a date with him. I'm like, but he's got blonde hair and I like guys with dark hair. And he was like, no, you get And I did. I went out on a date with him and I was like, I even said to Zach once, I'm like, thank God for Mr. Baldari. If it yeah. I would have never even went out on a date with you. But that's funny. funny. I asked Gilby once, I said, <laughs> what, what made you decide that you wanted to marry Excuse me? Excuse me. He saw you. No, he said that he thought that I was the best person he knew. I love like, that. Yeah. He goes, I, th I think you're a really good person and you were like the best person I knew. So I love that. That's yeah. a good answer, Gilby. Yeah. <laughs> good answer. <laughs> yeah. He just thought I was a good person. Little did he know. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So That's um, great. Yeah. That, yeah. It's funny. I saw this thing today. There is a town in Italy that you and I need to visit. Yes. They have a 24-7 wine fountain for free. I saw that too. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> that's crazy. You can go up and, and get a glass of wine. Oh my God. That's so funny. Did you see that footage the other day of a little girl that made her first communion? So in the Catholic religion, you make communion and you take what the wafer was supposed to be the body and blood of Christ yeah. and then the wine and the, the priest gave the little seven-year-old girl the goblet and she took a sip of it and then she just started guzzling, guzzling it. It. and you see the priest and the parents <laughs> and everyone looking and she's like oh okay I wasn't supposed like she had no idea she went she had to have been drunk as she was a little tiny seven year old oh my god little, that's hilarious little teeny tiny thing it was the funniest thing ever and I was laughing I was like oh there you know there you go for the blood of Christ she sure is you know <laughs> made her communion all right but I think that I would be I mean, could you imagine, even when we went to, how about, did you ever think about like the honor system in Japan, which would never work here no. about how they have like beer machines and vending machines that have beer and everything. And they have a drinking age. And Zach one time said to one of the promoters, he's like, how do you not have, he goes, if I was a kid and I grew up here, I'd be hitting that thing day and night. I'd be, right. you know, he goes, no, we have an honor system. We don't, we don't do yeah, that. Yeah, it's crazy. There, there are some places like uh, when I was in Martha's Vineyard, there's a lot of farms there and they leave like eggs and fresh produce out in the front of their farm. And they're like honor there. system. I grew you know? up in New Jersey and there was no honor system yeah. in New Jersey. It's, it's, <laughs> I love when I see that. I think it's really cute. And actually, well, while I was cleaning out Frank's room, I came across a bunch of books. And Frankie said that there's a place by her where she lives, there's a, a house and they keep a basket of books, old used books outside their house. I love And this. they have a sign that says, take one or leave one. The greatest thing ever. You know, I if you want to take one, you can. If you want to leave one, I you can. I love that. I love airports, a lot of airports are doing that now. Yeah. Have you noticed that? No. If you go to like the gift shops before you board the plane to get like snacks or whatever and magazines, 
the ones that have the books, I think, I don't know if it's Walden Books, but it's a famous bookseller. They have a, a section where you can take a book and read, and then they just ask that you put a different book up. Yeah. So it's just like a free thing that people could read books yeah, on a plane. That's so and I nice. think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's really there great. There's nothing like a real, I mean, I guess I'm a little, I know I'm a nerd with books and my family, all my kids, except for Jesse, are total book nerds. But I- You there, like to hold the there book. There is yeah, me nothing too. I love more. Me Zach, too. as much as he loves his phone, I keep trying to get him to put some of his books in his book stand on his phone. And he's like, I'll just take the book with me. So his yeah. backpack weighs 85 pounds. But I mean, that's what we were talking about this before. Yeah. Zach and I could literally be in a bookstore together, kid you not, for five, six hours. Yeah. We, I love I, that too. Like we love- have nothing more than to go to Portland. We're so excited when we go to Portland, Oregon. We're like, oh my God, we're going to Powell Books. We literally stay there for hours. We have lost so many people that originally go with us. And they're like, oh my Goodbye. God, I'm done with you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to have dinner. I'll see you later. But Zach and I are just like, we can't get enough of it. Yeah, no, I love it too. I went this week, I went to Palm Springs for my mom's surgery. Oh, right. How so is your mom doing? My mom's doing great. The surgery went well. That's great. So, and now they're going to you know, we'll see what happens. But while I was waiting, waiting for her, I brought my book and awesome. I just was able to just kind of sit there and just read for a little bit. And uh, I mean, that know, book the club time. that you had, that book was so fantastic. And yeah. just the whole, that whole happy women's dinners, dinner. Yeah. Just so fantastic. And I loved everything so about great. it. And I love the book. I left it for Haley Ray because I read a bunch of it. And then yeah. I was just like, it was so for me, all I kept thinking about was this is so would be so special to her. Yeah. You know, and I love the whole message of deeper than just loving yourself. But it really is the real important part of that whole message of that book. Yeah. And um, I loved it. Yeah, it was it was a good book. I want to read. Have you, have you read uh, Britney Spears new book? No. That's my next on my list. I want to see that. I don't know if I can do it. Really? Why? I don't know if I should say this. I feel like there really is an organic there are oh, organic the name of the book is want yourself want yourself right. and it's by katie horowitz and katie is an absolute incredible powerhouse persona yeah. who lives it as she says it yes and i just loved her how authentic she was and everyone should check that book out. Yeah, it's a great book. Phenomenal. What I, what I was going to say about Brittany is I kind of feel like, all right, to give an analogy, when Kurt Cobain died and I, he's one of my all-time favorites. I loved him so much. I love his music. I love, I just have such an affinity for him as do millions and millions of people. But when they released his diet or his notebooks, yeah, I felt like, and Zach bought it for me because he knew how much I just loved Kurt. I said to Zach, I, I will never open this. I felt like it was so intrusive. And even mm. though Britney Spears wrote this book and she's out promoting it, right. I feel like I can't look at her Instagram. It's so heartbreaking for me. Yeah. And as much and you're as worried about her. I'm very worried. Yeah. About her. Yeah. Like, I don't know yeah. if it's the mom in me. Yeah. No, I feel the same. My way. heart is I know. just, I, feel, the same I feel like, oh God, please. Even from when she did that interview with that creepy Matt Lauer that I, ugh. okay. So I am saying exactly how I feel, but even all those years ago when she did that interview with him 
and her one eyelash was coming off and she had no professional makeup artist and he allowed her to say certain things and they didn't edit it and there was no mm-hmm. one there protecting mm-hmm. her. Right. I have always felt like she really does need protecting. I don't necessarily believe that she needs a chaperone and that she needs someone to, you know, run her estate and mm-hmm. and basically I think part of the problem is what was done to her. With- Did you watch that whole Free Britney documentary and all that? Can't. Yeah, I, it, it, I watched it, but it, it just seemed kind of weird. thing breaks my yeah. heart. Yeah. And like her Instagram, it's so obvious that she has moments where she comes across as impulsive or manic. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know, I'm not a doctor yeah, and I'm you're not just worried her, for her family. I am. Yeah. 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 So no, I get that. I, I feel the same way. I understand why people want to see it. Maybe it's too close from home because I have a lot of family members that have struggled with mental illness. So. I, I heard a lot of people say that when they read the book, they really got a lot of insight and into what she's been going through and that it helped them understand okay. more. Okay. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe it would make me feel more hopeful. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's a good thing. I just think it's in general, it's just so difficult for young people to grow up in this kind of a business. And I don't think any of us realize the magnitude of her fame. Yeah. It wasn't, and the nature of it, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't just that she became like, look at Billie Eilish, right? Billie Eilish has exploded in front of our eyes and she was a young girl, but I feel like she had... First of all, such incredible skills to be self-protective. Right. She knew what she could and could not allow. Right. Which is brilliant and amazing. Look at Taylor Swift. Yeah. She is in command of herself, of her life, but she also had really good family. And so did, uh, so does Billie Eilish. I don't know if Britney's had that protection Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Michael Jackson had that yeah, protection. Well, they're there are really certain viewed artists as as product, and, and, and they, their humanity like gets lost somewhere in there. It's so, yeah. you know, and that whole Lolita, yeah, it's terror. Ter- you know, I don't yeah. know. It just kind of breaks my heart a little. So I'm hoping I, mm-hmm. I I'm rooting for her. I always mm-hmm. have been. Yeah, yeah, me too. I've always felt for her too. I is- hope you come when you share. I'm hoping that you can come back and say to me that it was like you felt she, you feel like she's more in control and she's able to be her own best advocate because that would make me feel so happy. But I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Based on what I see on social media, it, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think. But, I could take yeah. That. I don't know. But I was really kind of curious about the whole conservatorship and all, you know, what happened over there. And it, it's just so hard to kind of understand what was going on. Cause you know, the truth is none of us were there. We're not in no. her parents' shoes or no. her family's shoes or her shoes. So we don't really know, but yeah, I do feel. It's a really her. interesting thing. I you do know? feel protective over her. And I always did. I always felt that way. I felt that way about Lindsay Lohan too, when mm, she was young Yeah, and uh, she, when, you know, when she was, this was when I had during my Frankie B days, she would come and see me to get scenes and stuff. And whenever she would come to my office, my office was downtown LA. And whenever she would come to my office, the amount of chaos that followed her, that ensued this young, young girl was 
repulsive. She would come to my office and all of a sudden there was paparazzi in my staircase, paparazzi oh, hanging out of my windows. It's incredible. They were crashing into cars yep. when they when she was running up to get into my office. Oh my God. And I kept thinking like, I felt so protective over her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is in charge here? Who is helping her navigate this absolute madness. Yeah, this I, is a young girl. She's not just a commodity, that, you know, she's a young girl. My heart. I remember when Haley Ray was only one, I was really pregnant with Jesse and there was a, a, someone approached me and I don't know why I was so naive to certain things. I really was. I mean, genuinely naive about certain things when I was young, younger. And I said, I got approached by someone who asked me if I wanted to put her in a Hawaiian tropic baby mm-hmm. thing. Not not Hawaiian tropic. Yeah, like a her. contest. And she's so cute or whatever. And yeah. we're doing like a, a baby a, contest. A baby contest. And I said, sure, I'll sign her up. Like, it's cute, whatever. And yeah. I, was, I didn't know that whole, I was not aware of that whole like John Bonet Ramsey yeah whole thing and Stalkers i didn't really and, know yeah. the connotation of pageants either yeah i really didn't i yeah. didn't grow up watching them and yeah. know much about them and when ozzy found out now first of all Haley was going to lose by a long shot because all these parents their pageant parents that were also part of this whole thing and their their little girls they know what yeah they were like <laughs> putting vaseline on their little baby toddler's teeth yeah. so that they could smile bigger and they were having their hair done and putting makeup on them and yeah. I thought this was just a baby contest like a cute yeah. little yeah. baby thing and you won like scholarship to like preschool and it was like a cute, I didn't I truly did not when Ozzy found out that I people don't think of him this way but he is extremely conservative as a father and uh, and he is so cautious of these kind of things he said to me barbara ann i am so angry that you put Haley ray in a beauty pageant and i hope to god you will never do it again you will have a problem with me and they were like parents to us Mm -hmm. and like very like everything Ozzy said or did Zach and I listened to and I mean even including the names of our first two kids they Sharon and Ozzy named them and I said Ozzy I don't understand I thought it was going to be like a cute little thing he goes when Zach told me he's like I had a fit and I'm vetoing any further involvement in any of that you do not want that there's Mm. little girls get killed like this is very serious and I was like oh my god and I it never even occurred to me yeah and so I guess you know I have such empathy for these young people, boys and girls. I I struggle with that too, just with Frankie, you know, putting herself out there. You know, people are not always nice. And there's a lot of people that are sick. The last thing you want is your child not to be well-received or to get their heart hurt. Yeah, it's awful. I struggle so much with that. Yeah, I really do. I I, I really struggle with it, like at her shows and stuff. Like I I get scared, you know, that, you know, she's just a young girl and she's out there. I mean, I don't know. Do you see on Instagram sometimes some of these young, especially like I've noticed a, a couple of them that I've seen have all been from Europe or Russia or, or Sweden. These young baby girl models, mm-hmm. like they're like six and seven and eight mm-hmm. years old. And they are their ability in front of a camera and the way they it's like they have been born 
And what do you do if that's what your child really dreams to do? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, you know, that's got to be an interesting thing because I don't think a couple of them. You just have to be are, really smart about it and be very I know, careful. It's incredible. And, yeah. And, and I mean, I've seen it done well. And with the oh, most, yeah. I mean, very close friends of mine and Zach's mother, she was a casting director and she taught child acting classes yeah. and modeling school. They had an acting and modeling workshop in school. She was like a very prominent casting director in the day, an agent in New York City and very close friends of ours run, you know, he's a personal manager and they run a child, you know, acting and, but he is so protective and precious with these yeah. children. And a couple of the high school musical kids were his clients and it's astounding the fame that they had. Yeah. And oh, that yeah. they've all gone on to be okay. Touch yeah. wood. I hope they continue to. Well, when I um, used to do castings, I'd have young models coming in all the time that were really, really young, you but they would come model. in with their moms. And but. I think that you're, you're a mom and yeah. you're a baby a model. Mm -hmm. So I think that you are aware and, and yeah, and, yeah. I'm very know. aware and I'm also very motherly. Yes. So, and you're the, protective of them. I am. I'm very protective. And I'm, I, you know, whenever I would get young models coming in with their mom, I would always, you know, I always like to see that yeah. because, you know, I felt better about it. Right. You know, that their moms are there, their moms are watching what's going on. You right. Know, and, but yeah, I've always been. I always get very protective of I mean, I'm, young I'm, girls. I mean, let's face it. It's what we do, right? Yeah. I'm all for entertainment. And yeah. if it's your child's passion yeah. and that's what they want to do, just be as careful long as it's and not your yours eyes that you're living through them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Sorry it, to segue to such a heavy topic, but I honestly, as far as Britney Spears goes, I'm so rooting for her and yeah, I just hope she's going to be I mean, be yeah, okay. we're always rooting for her. I hope so too. Yeah. I hope she gets what she needs. Yeah. Okay, is it time for Flick Say Out? Yes. Right? I've been watching this new, this show called Lioness. Oh, I saw the previews for it. I have not it's watched a, it. It's Zoe Saldana. It stars her. I just love her. It's, I think it's the first season. And, I'm, oh gosh, I don't remember what channel, what uh, network it was on. It might be HBO Max. Because I think I just saw it the other day on a preview and I was not on, not, yeah. I wasn't watching Netflix. I think I was watching Max and I yeah. think it came on. It's quite good. It, I love it's, her. Yeah, it's really good. It's about, are they FBI or CIA or one of Detectives those things? Of yeah, some sort. well, she's not a detective, but she's out there. I don't know. Like forensics? What do you call it? No, she's a. She's a Marine. I think they're oh, in the Marines. Oh, yeah. Like I a think reserve. That, yeah. I think they're in the Marines and she basically, they go on these missions Oh, and it's, okay. you know, female, one of their lead informant or, or whatever she is, right. <laughs> is female. It takes place in, um, in the Middle East. Okay. So it's, it's quite intense, but good. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Awesome. And it's a series that you can watch, you know, with your your husband, if you want, or your boyfriend, whatever, or just by yourself. It is it is quite good. Oh, cool. Um, so you saw that. was really good in it. I want to check it out then. Yeah, I liked it. I love when you share, for Flix AF, I love when you share something that I could watch with Zach because right. it seems like every time, although we're still in the middle of Righteous Gemstones and I, oh my God, I love that show so much. <laughs> it's so funny. But I hate when we are really committed and involved in 
a series and it, it gets canceled after one episode, one se- season or two. Right. And I'm like, oh no, now what are we going to watch? Or when you finish them, it's such a, it's such a sad thing when you finish it. I, I know. I hate that. Whenever I finish a series and then I like, I miss them. I'm, oh man. So I love when you share new ones because I'm like, oh good. Something else for us to watch together. Okay, so here's what it says. It is on Paramount. Okay. Yeah, it's on Paramount. Jeez, it doesn't have a high score. It has 56% on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought it would be higher than that. Wow. There's eight episodes out right now. And it basically, it's Zoe Saldana's character attempts to balance her personal and professional life as the tip of the CIA's spear in a war on terror. Mm. She goes undercover and she enlists someone to go undercover and it's a female-led cast. I thought it was quite good. It was, you know what? It was entertaining and something to watch with Maybe um, people with are Gilby. burned out on war right now. So you know, I have to tell you. Maybe the subject matter I'll is tell you something that. that people can't really I'll they don't tell want you. to invite into their they want to have a guilty pleasure and just laugh exactly. at something like I started to watch it but with everything that's been going on I wasn't thrilled about watching it and I told Gilby that too I said you know I'm not so sure that I want to watch this right now yeah because I mean you could watch the news so but yeah it might be hard for people to take yeah, just at this moment it is it you is know, so, in time in my opinion, go watch The Bachelor. Yes. <laughs> the Golden oh Bachelor. Oh my God. And don't do this cliffhanger thing again. No, it's evil. I, when did they, did they ever do that in other no, seasons? No, I don't think so. I've, I've never well, they've, the, well, they've done other things. Yeah. They have done cliffhangers, but not, oh my, not on the rose ceremony. You don't, get the ro- you don't know who gets. Yeah. I don't think they've, they, they've done that before, but they've done crazy stuff before. Oh my God. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> they're not allowed to do this. I was yeah, like, I know. There has to be a ceremony. We watched him get sick twice. I'm like, I need to know what's going on. Now I'm like, great. Now I have to yeah, wait till Thursday. I know. I know. Well, is it time for Barbara's bag of tricks then? Yes. Okay. So, let's see. Okay, so I'll do one thing that's a gift. And then I'm going to do one thing that I feel like is a community service, uh, traditional Barb's Bag of Tricks. Oh, so, that sounds fascinating. Well, no, it's not fascinating, but it is so good. Okay, <laughs> so, I mean, I find it to be really good because I've always okay. been obsessed with eyelashes and I know it's not really your thing. It's not that important to you, but oh, I'm it's on important the, to me. It just doesn't no, work I mean, for just me. It's not your, it's not like something that is part of your repertoire or whatever. It's a, it, it's not part of my routine because I've given up on my eyelashes. <laughs> okay, well, you might not have to give up now because there have been other lash serums that I've recommended and there are some, a lot of them that really do work. And there are a lot that irritate people's eyes. Yeah. And the ones that don't generally don't work, right? So it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword. Well, I think I may... I think I may have found through my algorithms, thank you, Instagram ads. I got a thing the other day, it said to me, do you want to turn off your Instagram ads and pay Meta for a subscription so that you could get, you could go on Instagram and threads with no ads? I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I love the ads. ads. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I love it. And I don't want to pay t- for have them go away. I love them. Uh-huh. Okay. So anyway. 2020 is this company that has this new lash serum. It's called Get Growing. It has no prostaglandins in it. I know that means nothing to you, but that is what is in a lot of the eyelash serums that actually work. It's what is in the medication that they give people with glaucoma that they found was a byproduct of when people put them in their eyes, their lashes grew like crazy. It's to lower the 
ocular pressure in your eye. Very boring stuff, Jeez. but just so you know, Dr. Barbara that is generally what makes, what irritates people's eyes. So you have all these serums that came out that are like, we don't use prostaglandins and we still work. No, yeah. I'm sorry. Most of you do not. But this one has tried and true, old fashioned, which my mother had all five of her daughters put Vaseline on our eyes at night or take our eye, uh, take our mascara off at night. So this one has castor oil in it and petroleum jelly and some things that are completely ophthalmologist tested. Mm. They're safe for the delicate eye area, area, contact lens wearers can use this or whatever. Oh, that's you good. just brush a little bit. You could use your fingers or you can use a, a lash um, uh -huh. brush and you put it on. It's clear. I've been using it twice a day. The other serums I only use at night. This stuff, I feel like my lashes have gotten so much thicker and there's so much, but they're not dry or brittle. Mm. Okay. They feel like even when I'm putting mascara on, they feel so much healthier. Yeah. I really like the serum. It's oh, called good. Get Growing. And I do believe this works. Good. Okay. So I think that this is absolutely Barb's Bagatrix. Awesome. We're going to put our Amazon affiliate link up for this. And I think everyone should check it out that I are interested in a lash serum. Maybe you won't get a full, like your lashes won't grow to where you need to trim them, which some of them have done to me, although I've never trimmed my eyelashes. But <laughs> this one absolutely positively works in like the best possible way. Oh, that's good. Okay. And then this one, we've talked about this years ago on one of our first episodes of Oh my Honest God, it's show. the best thing ever. Okay, so now they're on to 4.0. It's um, called so The Lawnmower. Manscaped is the company. They are fabulous. This is a great gift for your man. Or for your brother, if you want to be a little shit, or if you, you know, I mean, Haley Ray and I had a total laugh about this, about giving, gifting this to her brother. It's designed for groin grooming. It's called the lawnmower. And it, it <laughs> 4.0. Yes. And it literally, it's skin safe, <laughs> replaceable blade. Okay. It's so, rechargeable. so when you give this to somebody, let's say <laughs> you give this to them, it's under the Christmas tree. They open this up in front of the whole family and you just got, gave them a lawnmower for down under for down under. <laughs> and they're going to be like, uh, what are you trying to say? Yes. Well, I think <laughs> it, I mean, it's the name manscaped. Yes. Men, some of us ladies, not all like our men to be groomed and manscaped and they have a whole line of products. This is the <laughs> lawnmower, which is supposed to be, you know, completely friendly to your private area so that you're not going to nick yourself shaving or, or harm yourself. Although I'm sure there is a way to harm yourself with this too. Oh, so I'm, sure. I'm not, yeah. I, you know, you yeah. probably yeah. still need to be quite gentle, but there's a full line of, of men's, grooming products and aftercare. Can girls use this or no? I would think so. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, you know, it, 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 yeah. And it's waterproof when you charge it. So you could use it with like soap and water. In the shower. In the shower. Uh -huh. um, or in the bath. Um, Just ladies, keep an eye. If your man's going on a business trip and he's using this. Yeah. You better yeah. make sure he's using it for you. Yeah. <laughs> but this, these products are incredible. Uh -huh. And they, you know, they're, they're like I very love high that. quality awesome. products. And I think that 
this is especially a good product for a man that has everything. And yes. that, you know, you might want to give a gentle hint to. So, yeah, you know, a gentle like, hint. A gentle hint. Yeah. Like, Baby, you Here's need this. Here's a big box of uh, a lawnmower for your... I'm uh... giving this to you with love because <laughs> I don't want you to hurt yourself. And this was made for men by men. How would you feel if your dude gave you... A uh, lady mower. A lady mower. <laughs> what would you say? You'd be like, oh my God, what do you mean? What? You know, because oh, girls are sensitive. If you give us that, we'd be like, what? What are you trying to say? Yeah, no. What I, do you mean? Maybe a gift certificate to pink cheeks <laughs> or something. Um, hello. I, yeah, I don't know um, how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think I would be offended. I'd be like, <laughs> what are you trying to say? My man doesn't get offended. Ever. No, no, for Zach, any reason, no, he no. puts it all out there, and to him, he gets this and goes, "Oh, you're going to give me another job," or <laughs> he says, "Oh, all this means to me is that I'm going to be more sensitive, and you're going to you you want me to do this because we're going to have fun later." I'm g- give it to me. Is it charged? I'll take it. Yeah, you know? exactly, so, exactly. Zach would not be offended whatsoever. Yeah, but Zach's not the norm. True. Yeah, very true. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, as a girl, ever give this to my father. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but I mean, no, you know, hideous. Oh God, the thought. Your gay male best friend could be really fun. Gift yeah, for, yeah. Um, no, it's a great gift as long yeah. as you know you have someone who's, uh, you know. Open mind is going to take the hint well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give no, it your own risk. Don't blame it us. over and say, no offense, please. Yeah. No, please don't take offense. <laughs> don't blame us. It's all in good fun. Yeah. How much is that thing, by the way? There, I don't know about this one like specifically. Like 100 bucks, 200 maybe? I think, I think the big kit with also the grooming products is like $100. I think this might be 50 if you just buy the, the lawnmower yeah. part of it, the, the, the groomer. <laughs> You know what I want for Christmas? What? I just saw something that I really want. Paco Rabanne, remember yes. the old designer Paco Rabanne? Yes. Just did a collab with H&M. They did? They did. Is and it for it's, fragrance? Uh, no, it's... Um, I always think of him. I know he did all kinds of clothing too, right? But I always think of his cologne. He had incredible men's clothing. Clone. He, yeah, he did. But it is... Oh my God, Barb, wait till you see it. It is sick. It is. It hasn't come out yet. It's okay. coming out um, next week, but look at it. It's not cheap, but you know how he was always oh, really famous for the, for the, for the chain, chain mail, all the chain oh. mail stuff. So he was really famous for all that. Look at oh how my. gorgeous. That's killer. I would have loved to have had oh, some the of pants. these pieces. Oh my. I want <gasps> this coat. I would have loved to have some of these pieces for the wedding. Oh my God. They're like, gorgeous. Isn't this gorgeous? The stole, the faux fur. Yeah, oh beautiful my. stuff. Yeah. So and, good. Um, they do incredible collabs. And you know, we didn't talk about real quick. I know we're getting close to being done with this episode. What did you, how did you feel about, what did you think about the Steven Mizell collab with Zara? Yeah, I thought it was really cute. There were some really great pieces. I went, It was so true to him. I loved it. I loved it too. I walked by the store and it was funny because I walked by the store and I didn't know about the collab and oh. I saw the window and I still didn't like register. I just look at product. I didn't look at the advertisements. And um, I was like, oh my God, some really cute pieces. And so I quickly texted Frankie. I go, Frankie, you got to head over to Zara. There's some really yeah. cute shit in there for you. And then afterwards figured out you that it was just even myself. But the craziest yeah. thing I thought was like almost every I love piece these collaborations. he did 
was a unisex piece. Yes. So I I got really excited. I bought the union suit that he did. Yes. And I loved it. He did it extra, extra small to a double X. Uh I got the extra small first. It was ginormous. Uh I couldn't wear it. I don't even know. Really? Can you belt it? I sent it back and I got it extra, extra small. It was ginormous. I, I'm like, I would have to cut. I'll tell you a little secret about the fashion industry. When a designer, when a brand or a label offers extra, extra smalls and extra, extra, extra smalls, it's because they're running big. Got it. So they downsize. It was so, I don't or know. they who, upsize. I would yeah. think like a small, tall, small man could fit in the extra, extra small and still have it be super voluminous. Wow. And I mean, the whole idea was that it was supposed to be really big and yeah. baggy, yeah, but oversized. it was so baggy. It looked like I was it, drowning in it. it. Yeah. You could have made three of them for us oh, wow. out of the extra, extra, oh, that's extra too bad. small. Yeah. That's but true. there were a couple other pieces that I was yeah. like, oh my God, this is just fantastic. I yeah. There were so many cute pieces for Frankie. I saw like the little mini skirts were really cute. There were like some boots and stuff. There were some really cute things. Good stuff. But this Paco Rabanne collab oh. has me absolutely salivating. So funny because all I really knew about Paco Rabanne, now I'm reminded with the chainmail, but I remember the men's cologne. Yeah. And I remember thinking, because I've always, you know me, I like men's cologne. Yeah, you do. I don't like girly yeah. fragrances. Yeah. And it's all funny because Zach always steals my stuff. Mm-hmm. And because I love a very masculine smell. I just do. Mm-hmm. And I remember his clones being phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I see. I, I know him more. I mean, I remember he had clones. Obviously I, for the fashion. For the fashion end of it. But, my, um, my fashionista. I'm absolutely salivating over this collection. <gasps> it's when does it not, come out? It comes out next week. Okay, so we have to set no, our alarms. No, actually, it comes out this week. It comes out on Thursday. You better East Coast, so that yeah. means that means Wednesday night. Wednesday night, you better yeah. set your alarm. I am going to. I already told Frankie. I'm like, set your alarm. We got to jump on this stuff, but it's not cheap. It's like you know, four hundred and five hundred dollars. I mean, that, you know, for H and M, that's not cheap. No, it's not cheap for H and M, but it would be. Four, five, six thousand dollars. If oh, it was in a chain mail, yeah. yeah, thousands and thousands of dollars. I know. And it um, is interesting, though, how much more expensive everything is. Everything is so expensive. Everything is so expensive. Gilby and I went and got ice cream the other night. I made dinner, and then afterwards we went to go get ice cream. We went to a place called Sweet Salt. Oh, I, yeah, I've heard about that yeah, place. Really good ice cream. They have crazy flavors at right now because Thanksgiving that you can get pumpkin, you can get Thanksgiving dinner ice cream. Oh, so it's got, so it's got cranberry sauce in it. It's got a little bit of turkey and it's got potatoes in it, which does not appeal to me at all. Not at all. No, but they have other flavors. They have all kinds would be okay. (laughs) Yeah. Cheesecake is is nice. Uh, They also have a lavender flavored ice cream, which I really like a lavender honey. It's delicious. And the ice cream color is like a light Light lavender lavender. color. It's very, very pretty. But anyway, we went and got ice cream cones and each cone was almost $10 each for a scoop of ice cream. I was like, what is happening right now? Then I went, I went to the movies yesterday. Oh, forget that. And I ordered a root beer and my root beer was $8.50. I, I was like, what is going on? I know. By the time I got candy, popcorn and a root beer, it was $30. I know. It's insanity. Yeah. Everything's yeah. crazy right now. Really crazy. Yeah. So we'll try. And actually, I'll, I, I, I'm cognizant of that. So I'll try next week when we do some more gift ideas. We'll think of some with 
little that bit better aren't, prices. Uh, yeah, that aren't as some expensive. Of it, you know, everything's yeah. luxury right now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it kind of is. I mean, when H&M is luxury, we know that we're... Uh, <laughs> when H&M <laughs> is charging four or $500 yeah. for something. All right. Well, I think that does it for this yeah, episode. Bye, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Honest AF Show. And you can check us out now on YouTube at Honest AF Show. And our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook is Honest AF Show. And our website, honestafshow.com. Hit us up and let us know what subject matters you want us to tackle and what products you want us to check out. Until next time, y'all take care. Bye. Bye, everybody. We obviously need to do a disclaimer here. So we want you to know we are not doctors or experts by any stretch of the imagination. We are just a couple of gals that are looking for magical products, procedures, and experiences. And in our quest, we will share our honest as fuck opinions with you. So please make sure before you try anything we talk about that you know your own restrictions and do so at your own risk. Do not blame us for any of your issues. We're just experimenting too.